How did Nets just losing to these niggas? They just don't like the heat did in the beginning. Like everyone trying to figure out what works best and you get shit like this, start fucking up. They'll probably close they them out. It out. It's like, they figured it out and then Kyrie came back and now it's, it's unfigured out again. Pretty mm. much. Oh, this nigga Kyrie back? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, first yeah. game. Yeah, first, first game. game back, yeah. They gave him a video oh. tribute and all that in Cleveland. <clears throat> yeah, that nigga didn't do nothing for the culture. He had, he needed LeBron. He won their only championship with him. Yep. Let's see him all feeling on my Peter Bone. All right, well, let's start, he'd start him up, Jack. Start him up. I'm already recording, so. Okay. Uh, let me pull up that. There we go. Hold on, let me close, let me close the door. Alex is mad unprofessional, I ain't gonna lie. Not my well, cousin, what you nigga mad unprofessional. <laughs> Why like <laughs> <clears throat> Nigga be burping and shit. It's crazy. Oh yeah, nah, I do. I mean, y'all know me, so I'm comfortable. Nah, nigga, this is a podcast, man. People around the world. <clears throat> let, let all that shit ride, B. Let all that shit ride, man. <clears throat> you see how niggas? What was it? What's the saying that that we have? I forgot the one that I put in here that my man was like, "Y'all be going around to all the white people at my job saying, what the I fuck?'" Want all the say? smoke? I want all yeah. The yeah, 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 yeah. That was funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but inspirational at the same time. Because that was dope. I thought that was dope. Um, nigga, you made it up. You ain't Yeah, I did. I dope. literally made that up on the spot. Like, that's yeah, not, nigga, not, you not, ain't allowed to say that. it's dope, dope. We got to say it's dope. You can't just be like, oh, I thought it was dope. Nigga, you no, made I up. thought it was not. I thought it was dope that he said that. Oh, That's what okay. I'm saying. Not that I said that. I'm saying that. Got you. I'm about to say. You <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Give yourself no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm definitely not that guy. I'm definitely not that guy. <clears throat> uh, how do we start this shit again? That's, that's how long it's been. Good evening. Good morning. Oh, oh, yeah. There you go. There it is. All right. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever you may be listening to this podcast, we are the Better Than You part. Back a new year, 2021. Yeah, we three weeks in, but that's okay. <laughs> go around the room, see how everybody's doing. Ant, what's good? What's going on, man? Get Airbnb me a fucking job. Oh, no doubt. We're gonna get into that. A little bit. Um B, what's happening? Feeling really good, man. I'm I'm feeling good talking to y'all niggas. I ain't gonna lie, you know what I'm saying? It it'd be other motherfuckers I really don't fuck with right now. <laughs> but talking to y'all niggas. Now I'm being serious. I'm being dead ass serious. Like I know it's funny, but I'm being dead ass serious, man. I did. I felt good. Like I felt good hearing your voice. I felt good hearing Joe's voice. And you know what I mean? Like I felt good hearing y'all niggas, man. To that serious. You enjoy talking to us more than you be in talking on the chat house or clubhouse. So here's the thing. Just to throw this out there, all right? I get pinged into a lot of rooms for political stuff, and I told somebody the other day. I was like, "Yo, that shit." I've been talking about politics my entire adult life. You know what I'm saying? Like politics and the economy. Like it was what I did academically and then I talked about it my entire adult life. Like it doesn't really add to me. You know what I mean? You know what I get really from from Clubhouse? I learned art. Like I be in those, I believe in these art rooms and learning about like black artists, black curators, um, People who who run black galleries or galleries, and they just happen to be black. 
You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I should say that. I should say it that way. They they happen to be black, but these are people who actually, you know what I'm saying, black investors in art. Like I've learned a lot about the art world by being in Clubhouse. And I think that's the biggest, my biggest takeaway from Clubhouse. The rest of it is just me hearing myself talk. And I don't really enjoy that as much. Like I know I do it on here because, you know, I fuck with y'all, but like I'm talking about there. It's not the same thing. You know what I mean? Like just a bunch of people wanting to hear themselves talk or blah, blah, blah. And I just like, fuck that. But there's some, there's certain niche sectors that you could find and bump into. Mm-hmm. And it, you can really get some really great information or really have a great conversation, really meet some great people. And that's the part that I really enjoy. Yeah, yeah, no, I can admit that now. I know when we first started talking, I had gotten off of it. And then I came, somebody else gave me another one because I gave it to the other one, my first one to my son. But then I had another, somebody else gave me another one. And then I got back on again. And then I was like, all right, let me try again. I stopped fucking with the music room. That's really what it was. Because like I used to get tagged in political groups. I'm getting tagged in music, and it's just like I don't really want to talk about this shit. Like this shit is boring to me. <laughs> but I you know, not no arrogant. Yeah, now you. I think y'all would like. Yeah, and you know what? I didn't mind talking music in that room because I thought yeah. it was informative. Other rooms, I just don't think they're giving any information. They just yeah. talking to hear themselves talking. It just wasn't informative, or there wasn't any real dialogue around what needed to be said. <laughs> so I enjoyed the talk that the room that you invited me into. I thought that I thought that was. A better, a better um, room to be in to have a conversation. Every time I, every time I find uh, something that I think would interest you guys, I literally just tag you. But shit, I gotta figure out when you tag me and I miss the room. How do I go back and just like tag that room so when it pops up, like it, I'll be. I, I don't. I mean, maybe they haven't figured the that room out might yet. have disappeared, or also you can just go to my, go to my name and see where I'm at, what room I'm, I'm listening to, and you can just listen to the room I'm in too. All right, so they maybe I mean I know I could do that for, but I was just like, damn, I want to like that specific room. Do we really want to be plugging cool. these niggas this much right now? Let's go. No, no, nah, but yeah. Uh, oh, oh, Joe, what up? Oh, uh, now I'm sitting here like, yo, he gonna forgive me? I'm have to. Yeah. Jump in and say, I'm here too, nigga. But uh, nah, man, I'm chilling, man. It's it's good. Uh, yeah, it feel good to you know, be talking your own shit. You know what I mean? Uh, uh kind of miss doing the pod. Mm. About, we took about, about a week off or some shit like that. Yeah, but, oh, it nah, been real, like, but it's longer yeah. than a week because it's yeah, like, yeah, I was about, yeah, yeah, it's been like real, like yeah, yeah, two like to three weeks, weeks at least. Yeah. yeah, but nah, it's, it's good, it's good. I mean, it's, it's good because it's a um, it's a, it's also not to cut you, Joe. It's also a special day. You know, it's a new day. It's a new. Oh, it feels like we have yeah. new. It feels like a weight is off the shoulders. <laughs> it feels like we don't gotta see no bullshit no more. You know what I'm saying? Today was the um the inauguration. I don't know if there's events or they may be showing stuff still right now. I know it was early oh, yeah, in the day. Oh, oh, they are? Okay, I'm, concert, I'm, nigga. I'm not even no, looking at that the TV. Go ahead, um, B. Nah, niggas was waiting for that concert shit, but this nigga, this nigga Joe Biden was actually holding, like, press conferences and shit. This nigga was signing, um, was signing shit and, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, he was actually mm-hmm. functioning as a president, like, immediately. And yeah, then they had the one. press conference that night. Like, they really want to get to it. And I'm going to be real with you. For four years, like, that four years, people can say what it was and you could say this is over. But it really showed something about America. And it really took the idea of American exceptionalism off of the table around the world. Because we were the people who voted in Donald Trump. 
We were weak for four years. So everybody gets to look at it like we're flukadukus. <laughs> and you got China and Russia who always wanted to exercise their power. And, you know what I mean, Russia wants to get back to, to where they were at back in the 80s when the Gorbachev. You know what I mean? oh, whatever. Yeah. Before Bush. But, like, yeah. But, yeah, back in the 80s. And then China, who has just been on a consistent rise as the largest middle class in the world, who is always trying to establish their power. Um, we gave them those opportunities. And around the world, we don't have that same view that American is. America is an exceptional nation that could just do anything because we're the people who we voted in Donald Trump and we were weak and small minded for four years. I'll pause because I, I I was so used to Joe jumping in with a take. I didn't I didn't jump right in. But no, I, I agree. I agree. It was um, it was a it was it was a weird it was a weird four years, uh, you know, but it's in the past now. We looking forward like you said, Joe Biden jumped right in. Joe, you had you had something? No, nah, I was eating popcorn and shit. And, oh. um, I had it on mute because, you know, it's like fucking I'm eating my popcorn. You know, I'm going to be chilling. But, um, nah, I mean, um, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to these next uh, couple of days, these next couple of weeks, and uh, these next couple of months to see what the rapid change is going to look like. You know what I'm saying? Because after a certain point, you know, it's gonna be these motherfuckers in there, and it's gonna be the norm and shit. But I'm I'm here yeah. for this new energy, you know. I'm here for this new energy yeah. and see what it is. And and uh, yeah. like Brian said, like this nigga hit the ground running, like executive order to get rid of all this shit back in the, yeah. the world uh, health health organization. organization. Yeah, Senator Fauci, mm-hmm. the you know what I'm saying he the he the dude, and uh fucking Paris, uh, the Paris climate court climate court mm-hmm. yeah that shit. Fucking uh, they even put the Spanish. Uh, language version of the White House fucking uh, website back up and shit. Yeah, but last uh, pipeline. Yeah, I said they stopped, you know, the bullshit with the uh, Mexico wall shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, obviously. You know, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? So, um, I'm curious to see what's going on, but um, yeah, inauguration day, man. Uh, it's uh, it kind of seemed like it wasn't going to like ever get here. You know, I was with all this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it was coming. You know, the date, you know what I'm saying? All that. But it just seemed like with that bullshit, like, two weeks ago, you know what I'm saying? With these motherfuckers climbing, the scaling the walls, the breaking to yeah. the Capitol and all this bullshit. And, like, well, there may be some more shit coming on. Like, ah, man. It, it, it was just a it was a good, like, fucking day. Even, like, here, I heard, I watched Trump's, like, uh, I had on the background of shit. Trump's, like, farewell shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was like that. Would that felt good? You know, so him and his whole family got on Air Force One and shit to, you know, flee the fucking state, going out of Florida and shit, whatever the fuck is. Yeah, the fuck All right. yeah. fucking yeah. Not yeah. Nigga, you had, but, um, I mean, no, go ahead. Go ahead. What? Had what? No, no. Go ahead. Finish your thought. I don't want to. No, I mean that, that's pretty much. I think oh, like, yeah, pretty oh, much. Okay, like, I was just gonna say. Yeah. Listen, I mean, I, I can say more and shit. Like I hit hearing Nancy Pelosi talking shit and uh, Mitch McConnell and shit. Like that's just extra. Like after uh, like the inauguration service and shit, the niggas went to a uh, fucking. Uh, I guess they were giving them gifts and shit. Fucking. Uh, they they was they was like giving like the president, and the vice president, gifts and shit. And these motherfuckers was giving them like the flags that were flying over the inauguration and shit. And Mitch McConnell's a whole, you know, about all his shit. Like, oh, you know, here's the, you both uh, 
a son and a daughter of the Senate, and they both bypassed the, the House and shit, and it went straight to Senate. Here's the flag, Kamala. Oh, Kamala, thank you, you know what I'm saying? Then fucking Nancy Pelosi up there, mumbling like the bitch need to be in a fucking nursing home and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the fuck she was talking about. And then she said, oh, give me this to the president. And then they went and like gave these niggas like a picture, like, oh, because of modern technology. I'll give a fuck with speaking, but it's some, oh, because of modern <laughs> technology, we have these pictures here for you. And it was a picture of like, this was taken today because of modern technology. I'm thinking this is like a digital picture, like somebody took. It wasn't even that great of a picture. And y'all niggas put it in the fucking frame. And they kept talking about modern technology like this was like some new shit. I'm like, there's too many old ass motherfuckers and fucking and government and shit. Yeah, and I'm kind of just truth. waiting for like Joe Biden to like pass away. And I say pass away because I want to say die. But like, I wonder if it's going to be soon or is because he white, he's going to literally be like 90 something and shit. Like, I don't know. But if this nigga will like, you know, get like a year in there, a year or two, then like pass away, then Kamala get it. That would be dope to me, but um, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't really talk. But I mean, I, 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 I fuck with Joe Biden. You know what I'm saying? I heard. I him no, wait, 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 wait. Go Not ahead. to cut Joe, but I heard. Um, I, so I watched Bill Maher. Bill Maher came back, and I hadn't watched um Bill Maher and since pandemic started, because when he started doing shit at his house, I, I thought it was corny. Yeah. But like, I watched Bill Maher um the other day um uh, from his from his Friday episode and. The nigga, the nigga had Katie Couric on there, and um, and he was like, he was like, yeah, Joe Biden is, what is, he, what is he, he said? He said something like, Joe Biden is, 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 is like, he, Trump, something like that, you know what I mean? And he's kind of right, like everything bad that, like, kind of happens to Joe. So, I mean, we don't wish it on him, but. It could happen. Like anything could happen. This dude, as soon as he got elected, he lost. He lost a child and a wife. You know what I mean? Oh, the first, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. And he's lost his son. You know uh, what? Like maybe like six yeah. six years ago, his other son. Right <clears> when <throat> he was about to run. Yeah. With the brain, uh, brain tumor. I think it was the brain. Same thing that um. Uh, McCain had similar, similar to what McCain. I won't say same thing, but yeah. So he's had it's, it's, yeah. it's been, When you read about his life, regard forget if you just step step aside the uh, the ninety four crime bill because that's what a lot of people tagging with. But you just talk about what he's gone through just as a man. Period. It's like yo, that's crazy. You so can I mean? mention the ninety four crime bill? Because mm-hmm. I watched um, Netflix this weekend, and there's a documentary on there called Crack. And maybe I probably shouldn't have watched this shit, you know what I mean? Because I, I kind of knew what it was about. <laughs> but what they said in it was, is that, and the 94 crime bill, like, people associated with Joe Biden, but, like, mm-hmm. you could associate it with a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. You know, they only associate with Joe Biden because he's the one that's running, that was running for president right now. But you could associate it with a lot of different people. But they were just trying to solve a fuck. Nobody read that shit. You know what I'm saying? That motherfuckers just jumped the gun. They over, they did overboard, and they and they wrote that bill in like a few days. That you know was kind of, like that's the shit with it. I'm sorry, what, what are you gonna say? I'm gonna say this. I didn't know that like no one really read this shit, but my whole thing yeah. was like they just kind of like when people was like, "Yo, these motherfuckers had this devious ass plan to fuck niggas over." I'm like, 
I thought they just went hard because motherfuckers want niggas to go hard against the fucking crack epidemic and shit. So the shit was like really lopsided for motherfuckers like doing this shit. And of course, it sent more niggas to Basically. jail. But it like yeah. to me, like people always acted like it was like this dastardly plan by motherfuckers, you know, sitting no, fighting shit. And I'm like, I think they kind of just went as hard as they could because yeah. motherfuckers was with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, be hard on this shit. And like, I right, cool. They want us to, let's yeah. go. Yeah, they made they made up numbers, and it was all about because the election was coming up, and they wanted to win the election, um, mm-hmm. and so they made up they made up the amount of time, like the mandatory minimums and all the rest of that shit. Like they made it up with random. Um, it was just all random. You gotta watch the crack shit. Uh, I mean, or maybe don't watch it, but whatever. But you know, what I mean, it's very informative if you really want to just complain about that type of shit. Like it, it is what Joe just said. Like. It, Literally, it's what Joe just said. All right. Uh, um, how did Kamala? How, how did, I mean, I didn't, you didn't really mention Kamala. I don't know if she was part of anything except just doing her part in accepting the the you know being accepted as the uh, vice president, first black vice president, female too, and stuff like that. I don't know if she was a part of anything or had any announcements or was a part of what Joe Biden was doing. Or she was just. You know, there in the moment I mean, I, doing what she was supposed to do. I'm not. It, it, it's not a big take. I'm just. I'm just asking. I mean, I think she was there, and I think she did like some shit, whatever. But I mean, the mm-hmm. man, she about to just the be you know, sitting up in that. Yeah, he about to be sitting up in that Senate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So the man's sitting in Congress and doing whatever fuck that yeah. shit. But I mean, yeah. it's fifty fifty now, so she matters. Um, mm-hmm. Camilla Blue is a color. Apparently, that's what I get from the women in my life. Um, Kamala Blue is a color, so that's the thing. And what else? Oh, yeah, she did giggle when um, she had to swear in the person who was taking her um, position in the Senate, and she did, like, laugh and said, ha-ha, I'm going to get myself together. So that was kind of a cool moment. I didn't see any of this. Um, sorry, guys. I, you know I mean? I missed it all while, while I was at work, but, I, you know, I heard yeah. that, that it did happen. Yeah. And it's, and I saw that uh, I saw I mean what well, the number one thing I saw more than anything because I wasn't able to watch again you know like you said be at work or whatever I just saw a lot of shots of Michelle Obama like they was just they they was going into the White House and they was just all type of TikToks and videos of just hum, them coming in and just stealing I don't want to say stealing the moment but their movement when they walk in the room like you know what I'm saying this is man, man, shit. you, said, you, you say they you say you say they they get like. All right, this nigga was there, but like you seen the folks walk down the shit, though. Folks look, you know, they look nice and shit. I see the what is it? I see Bush. I fucks with Bush and shit. And his wife, they came in there, they doing their thing and shit. Fucking Hillary, Bill, motherfuckers came in there, whatever shit. But man, fucking with Barack came out there with Michelle looking yeah. all thick and finding that what was yeah. it, burgundy and such shit. Plum. And the, yeah. just like plum, whatever the fuck yeah. it was, the, the belt she had yeah. on. And, 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 the, and the mask was like nice and clean. But yo, the fucking hair, just the way the fucking yeah, hair was man. just like had so much body and bounce to it. And it's funny what like niggas really don't like think they care about. To, like, I mean, I think women like, oh, yeah. you see her hair? I'm like, but it, it's certain things that niggas you don't really think you care about and shit. But it's like when you see it, mm-hmm. you're like, damn. You know what I'm saying? Just, that's wild yeah, you yeah. mentioned that because that's what every chick I saw online today is like, yo, did you see it from the back though? I was like, what the fuck? Niggas forgot that Kamala's there or whatever's really going on. They're like, yo, did you see Michelle? 
that's how I knew it was plum because somebody was like, nah, it's this. They gave the designer, they ran down the whole resume of what she had on and how she looked. Oh, yeah, because they yeah, different. The, the Obamas are different, y'all. Oh, yeah, not, yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. 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 Like, one, just imagine what it had to take for him to exact. So, I've been reading the Obama book, you know what I'm saying? The new um, the, the Promised Land. I've been reading it. I, I, I'm in, I am in slight awe more than slight but i'm trying to downplay it because i don't want to sound like you know what i mean like if you listen to it because he literally explains he he said he sent out to write a book that was a lot shorter than this but then he just when he started writing the book he just wanted to explain Damn like oh, yeah everything that he did in the presidency and once he explains it all it just all makes besides sense. just making sense Mm-hmm. It um it connects with you, you know what I mean? Like how you have to make these types of decisions, you know what I'm saying? What these type of decisions are, exactly what was going on. Like it all kind of connects with you, and then you and then to have somebody on the other side, and he just realized that he always had to deal with the other side, and how the first day that he got there, every they they knew that anything that any time that their name was attached to him, uh, that that they would be they would be primary, you know what I mean? So no Republican could work with them. Like Lindsey Graham was trying to work with him on something that Lindsey Graham had been trying to work on for years behind the scenes. He was trying to work with Obama, but as soon as it became public, you know what I mean? Like it was just shit like that. It was just no, it just went away. Like he had to stop. Like everything like that. Like these dudes, they the whole Republican Congress just was set up to not work with him at all. And he knew it, and he saw it coming. And then when it became a big thing, like he he had the most he, he he had the most functional Congress right in a lame duck session. You know what I'm saying? Where he just put the most bills through ever in the history of Congress in a short amount of time because it was like he knew as soon as they lose those seats, there's nothing else. You know what I mean? Like, right. we just really haven't seen <clears throat> legislation since then because Mitch McConnell was in charge and he was just saying no to everything. And he just, Obama just addresses that a million times too about how Mitch McConnell is just like, doesn't really give a fuck and just doesn't want to um, pass anything through. It's just the wildest thing. I'm sorry to just mention that right now, but it is a book that I'm currently reading. And it's just the wildest shit. Like, if you ever just get a chance to, like, maybe, you know, most people listen probably don't want to mm-hmm. Yeah, probably, most, most people probably don't want to read the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Because it is a long book. But, like, it's a lot. Like, it's a lot. And there was a lot on that man's shoulders, man. Just don't get it twisted. There was a lot on that man's shoulders. Uh, and you got anything? I don't know if you got a chance to see it. You probably at work like us. I heard you say work was kind of crazy. So I don't know if you got a chance to see anything or have any um anything on it. I mean, I saw the inauguration part, and I mean, like, people were, like, watching it on their phone, so once it actually, like, when, like, the moment he got sworn in, it, like, all the people in the office clapped, which I thought was great. Um, I think after last year and the coronavirus and the pandemic and the loss of businesses and jobs and things of that nature, I think what Biden represents more than anything else is just it's a sense of normalcy, just regular politics. There's going to be fighting and there's going to be issues and there's going to be things that people agree with, don't agree with. All right. That's the way of life. Yeah. But I don't think it'll be as it. it let me rewind that. It definitely <clears throat> be 
as contentious as it's been over the past four years. Mm-hmm. The thing that I worry about more than anything else is um, I think, you know, the supporters of Trump are still going to carry on that fight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, oh, yeah we are. Yeah. And now since you're kind of dealing with the issues with like social media and everything else like that, you're going to see them starting spending more time on like these like and, and encrypted apps like Signal and so on and so forth. And like I, the only thing I really enjoyed over the past few years, like I'm, I'm glad that racism was out in front of my face. I know who and who not to like. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, cause I don't think it's gonna work out too well. I think just go go back and hide, no, put hoods on, whatever works best for them. Um, but it's just it's just impressive, you know. Like I said, uh, just leading up to it, just literally the shift in people, the millions of people who voted, the way that they overtook Georgia like that, like. Hopefully, it's the beginning of a new trend and change. And Brian's mentioned this in the past about the youth and their mm-hmm. important future this government. Mm-hmm. For and maybe like I, I want to see how the next like couple years go. Like I want to see and enact real change. And with this and everything that went over the summer with all the protests and everything to that degree, you want to see actual functional change. And I think this is the point. And I think what you need is like you need solid, steady government. Which I think Joe and Kamala can provide, but I mean, it is one of the moments in history. I mean, we had one on the sixth that we're never going to forget. Like I said, we're never going to forget this too. Like I said, the first, you know, black Asian woman vice president ever. I mean, it's one of the things that we're, you know, we're going to mark down. So um, it was just a good day uh, to kind of feel back to normal and being back to kind of the way things are or the way they should be. So uh, it's all we can say about it, man. I'm, just, I'm, I'm happy that hopefully we can try to get past this and move forward and deal with it and no i'm not with that whole you know let's bring the country together shit like now nah, we, we're a little bit too far gone for that mm-hmm. but the, they're going the right path hope to keep going it and anybody else want to go in the other direction well so be it well um speaking of the direction let's talk, let's talk about because i think we kind of we really talked about the points that we really want to get off in regards to the Let me just say that one last thing, though. Let me say this one last thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know you know, all, all due respect to, you know, Kamala Mama and shit like that, but, you know, that whole, like, first, oh, also first South Asian, like, because of Mama Indian and shit, like, all right, yo, you know, I, I mean, I know they got to mention it because it's facts and shit, but, I mean, this shit black, yo, you know what I'm saying? She black. That's a fact. That's a fact. They could just be saying I mean, that shit. It, it, it's kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, I, I like when folks leave yeah. it out, you know what I'm saying? But then, like, some folks feel a need to throw that if shit If she in, went to saying. India right now, niggas ain't going to look at her and say, you Indian. Nope, at all. Uh, you know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. You know what I'm saying? Not at all. But, all right, go ahead, Alex. I just had to say that. But. Yeah, <laughs> just moving on to um, uh, the other side of that. Uh, Trump leaving. I know they. I didn't see it, but I saw a couple of, like clips and some, you know, how they do on the internet, some funny shit with Trump leaving the White House and everything like that. And then, you know, he had a flurry of uh, pardons that came down. Uh, I know I put an article in here, but I, I just I don't feel like looking for it right now. But you know, the the ones that we know of, um, Steve Bannon was one. He pardoned Little Wayne. He pardoned Kodak Black. That one I was I didn't I wasn't aware of that one. Uh, Harry O, one of the original um, founders of uh, Death Row. Anybody else I'm missing that was kind of that's kind of in our lane and our cult that we would be like, oh, this person, that person. Kwame that I'm missing. Kwame Kilpatrick. Kwame Kilpatrick and Jack yeah. Johnson. What the fuck is? Never mind. Mm-hmm. Is that a is that a posthumous 
Pardon? Am I? Are you talking about Jack Johnson? Yeah, about, about, oh, okay. I just want to make sure. Yeah, talking about the same yeah but he ain't, he ain't pardoning the Tiger King. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I he thought that's Joe what Exotic out there, yo. <laughs> yeah, they should have put Joe Exotic had the limo out there. That should have been some funny shit to have him back on the stroll and see what the hell he got to say. Nigga, give him a new show. That shit would be great for America. If he wants to make America great again, niggas might have voted for him. Yeah. That's a fact. That's a fact. Um. So yeah, that was it. I guess you know. I don't know. And you know the look. The look that uh, it gives Lil Wayne in the moment that he went up to Trump trying to say he was you know for black people, whatever. Obviously, it was just a play for him to get the pardon and stuff like that. And I mean. Shit, if you're a millionaire, I don't want to go to jail. I think maybe that's maybe that's the position that a lot of people would take if they don't want to. I don't. Do I don't. No I time. don't want to call it obvious. It's still fuck Lil Wayne for that shit, but I get it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like we know what it wasn't real. I don't think it was real. That's what I say. I think it was just a selfish. I don't want to say selfish move. I just think who it knows. Was a, I don't. I, yeah. I really don't know. I don't know. Oh, but you really don't. Tupac I just went think to jail. Like, yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. Tupac went to jail. Um. And he went to jail on his own two feet saying, you know what I'm saying, yelling at the judge for not looking at him in his eye. You know what I'm saying? I mean, chastising the judge for not looking at him in his eye. If you're going to do this and you're going to stand on someone and be a man about it, and you have this platform like that, you could do it like Pac did it, or you could do it like Lil Wayne did it. And, yeah. be, and one of the most well-known, established, racist, biggest, and attacker of, of, of your people in the world and you cozy up to them. You want to do it like that or you want to do it like Pac did? That's all I'm saying. Yeah, doing. and we know Pac is cut from a different cloth. He got a different bloodline that that call, that make, that gives him the power to stand like that. And I'm not saying that no other man can, but I mean, you know, if you just look at his lineage, they, he's always stood on something like that. But we all have a different other side of Pac too, but I know what you're saying. Well, um, yeah. uh, anything is else it, on the partners? It's not. I'm, go ahead, Ant. If it's fuck wins, is it fuck cube? Nah, it's not fuck cube for me. Mm. Yeah, I think corny too. But cube didn't say what you're, what what people tried to make it sound like he said. I, I don't want to get into the specifics about that. It's for right. The show. That's why you know I don't mean? feel that way. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like you know, I mean, cube didn't. It's not. It's not really. Fuck yeah. Cube. Yeah, no. Nah, the thing with cube, yeah. he just kind of. The thing with cube, he just kind of like. Played himself yeah. and probably didn't even know yeah, he was playing yeah, himself yeah. at the time. Probably thought he make, probably thought he was making power moves to see the bigger right. picture shit. That's how I see it. Right. I mean? It was but, just a timing thing with Cube. He didn't do what Wayne yeah. did. Man, nigga, like Wayne, this shit, like from what I get from like Lil Wayne, all he do was like sit in the studio or sit at home in the studio, whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. watching ESPN and shit. And smoking and, like, weed. <laughs> smoking weed yeah. and, you know, fucking like a bitch and, you know what I'm saying, and don't know about what the fuck is going on unless somebody tell him. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's, it's fuck Lil Wayne, but it's like, I never really... Yeah, yeah. he's not the guy. Wayne, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he ain't, he ain't anybody that I ever thought of as, like, a role model or a nigga to take seriously. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, it's like, not even the least. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Right. So, nah, shout out to motherfuckers that, you know, got their they partners and shit. You know what I mean? They got their sentences commuted. Um, You know, it is what it is, man. But like it's it's, it's 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 something. Did you hear about the uh the, the secret uh service like details and shit? That fucking uh yeah. That yeah. Trump, nah. like what like one of the last things this nigga did was like uh extended like this secret service details to like his family members and like some of oh, his like top like former age and shit. 
Boy, oh, I don't no, know why yeah, nah, was that's nasty. Talking about her, uh, Rachel Maddow talking about her shit, and uh, oh no, it's Chris Hayes. Chris Hayes, I get confused that shit because they both niggas and shit. But uh, and he was talking about that one of the last things he did and shit. Like he, I thought you were talking about the National Guard. No, 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 like fucking like actually Secret Service like details and shit for. I don't know if it's like for a stretch of a certain amount of months or some shit like that. Not indefinite or anything like that, but mm-hmm. he actually like did that like to like top like yeah. aides of his and like his family and shit. Yeah, and like, I see it now. 14, 14, um, 14 family members and staff. Yeah, it's like. But you heard what like, you heard what happened with the National Guard though. They had to keep on removing people from the National Guard and shit, and yeah. um, and part of the um and uh some of the the like Capitol Police and shit. For mm-hmm. shit they was posting and all the rest of that. Did a little background check, like, nah, y'all can't be here. Yeah, hell yeah. Niggas, you know what I'm saying? Kids. You can't, can't be a MAGA nigga and, 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 and people, kids and out there. In, in the digital world, don't put all your shit out there. Like, it, it, it's there for record. They're going to find it. No, keep it to no, please put it out there. Please put it out there. Yeah, exactly. Please put that shit out there. I need to see. No matter what you is, I wouldn't know. I feel you. You talk about to us and shit, like correct and, uh, to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our children, like, don't do that shit. Like, please don't. Unless you're a nutty ass motherfucking, you really crazy as shit. Then let us know. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. don't put out the don't put out the oh no dumb shit that you don't that you can't really stand by and shit like that when it comes down to it. Like, you know what I'm saying? But. Nah, man, it, it, it's ill because, like, after this shit, if you were talking about, like, they might be trying to, like, vet these motherfuckers in, like, the military and shit like that, like, even more than they, they have, and it, it'll be ill if they really gonna look at, like, law enforcement or, like, military personnel and really do, like, the type of background checks that certain uh, companies will do where they do, like, that social media shit, you know what I'm saying? Because, mm-hmm. like, you gonna find a hard time finding, like, fucking motherfuckers the police shit certain places and shit like you do that like cause motherfuckers is like motherfuckers let shit go they let shit go online but but yeah fuck all that shit though yeah I wanna um I wanna talk about these next two things but I'm gonna lean on you guys cause I don't know which one you wanna start start which one you wanna talk about first cause I didn't get a chance to see Miami. either Miami. So you want to start yeah. with mine? Okay. So yeah, I didn't have it in any mm-hmm. order. So let's start with. So what I'm talking about is uh, well, what we're about to talk about is uh, one night in Miami, directed by uh, Mr. Gina King. I don't know who wants to take it because again, you guys will have to hold it because I didn't see anything. I didn't see any of it, so I don't know who wants. Uh, well, well, actually, I got to. Nah, I didn't. I didn't get to see it. Go ahead, Joe. If you want to. Well, yeah, I, I just, I just jumped it off just a little bit. Okay, now what's the part time of Miami? I think it was that. Was it, no, was it one night in Miami? One night in Miami. Yeah, one night in Miami. Miami. One night in Miami. Uh, heard this was coming for a while. You know what I'm saying? And I uh, was intrigued by it. <laughs> I feel uh, like you're, you shouldn't be the first person to mention this, but go ahead. I would just, I would get to my point that I'm going to pass it. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. You're, you're so I like, so I'm like, okay, bet, I'm going to turn this on. Regina King, you love Regina King, you know what I'm saying? Uh, she, 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 one of the queens and shit. So it's like, all right, this is a directorial debut, shit like that. And the fact that it had like these four like such prominent like figures, you know, and like uh, a lot of history and culture and shit. Um, for those who don't know, it's about the uh, the night of the uh, Muhammad Ali's uh, Sunny Listen. I think it was a 
that 63? Mm-hmm. I think it was, I think it was uh, 64, 63, 64, something like that. It was, yeah, it's like, uh, when Malcolm passed, was it 64? No, it was 63. You're right. I'm, I'm, it was, I'm, I'm yeah, not but it was 63. Yeah, yeah. it was February, like 63 in Miami. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Cassius Clay, Muhammad Ali, he beat uh, Sayers, Sonny Liston and shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it talks, and it's a story about uh, Muhammad Ali, uh, Malcolm X, um, Jim Brown and um, Sam Cooke, them having this uh, having this like little after party for this guy, this a uh, this meeting like after after that fight and shit that night and shit like that, and it was it was re- it was really good, you know what I'm saying? It was really good, and uh, but it, it's like yeah, this shit was it's like it, it wasn't what like I was expecting it to be from my like, jump. I had when I was first started watching it, I'm gonna just say this, so I'm not gonna get this shit away, but like the nigga at Malcolm X, you know what I'm saying, like he was like he like playing like the after party and shit. And it's like you got Jim fucking Brown, you got young Cassius fucking playing and shit, and you got Sam Cook. They want to see some bitches and shit. Malcolm X is his bosom ass is like Malcolm Malcolm X is his bosom ass like, yeah, we go, you know, we just we gonna sit and we gonna reflect and like reflect on what like, like we gonna sit here and we gonna reflect. And this nigga Muslim said they want no white bitches, want no fucking cigarettes, want no weed, want no coke, want no bitches. You know what I'm saying? This nigga mm-hmm. had vanilla ice cream. Yeah. Conversation for niggas in a fucking hotel. I'm gonna pass it to Brian right now because that's why I had turned the so, shit off. So here's the thing. Oh, word? No, you watched it. No, Joe. No, no, Joe no I the whole thing. He it. turned it off. I, I finished it. Oh, he watched it. He turned it off initially for that. So he it was thing. late. It was late. It was late as hell too. So I was kind of like sleepy. I'm like, I can't. I can't. But I went back. But anyway, right, so, go ahead, Brian. My so obviously, Ant watched it first because you know Ant. He watches everything. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. But you know, I watched. Oh no! I beat. I beat Ant to that. I, I beat that. Shoes. That shit was available. I watched that shit. I watched that shit. Shoes was available and shit. I ain't okay. finished it, but <laughs> no, no, I was on it. I was on it. Nah, hell no. Nah, Joe. I'm gonna tell you. I remember how it happened, Joe. I'm gonna tell you how it happened, yo. Because Ant had already watched it before we even watched no, before, any of this shit, no, right? No, and before I mentioned it. I need. I need oh, to okay. mention it. I okay. I watched as soon as that shit dropped. Like it was like okay. earlier night or some shit. Well, go ahead. Go all ahead. right. All right. So then. So then you're right. All right. So, but anyway. Anyway. So I um I watched it. and I watched it all the way through. And I'm gonna be real with you, y'all. And y'all niggas know me. Like I was stressed this whole fucking time. I wanted them to get out of that fucking room. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was like, because there was a fifth person in that room and it was looming so large to me and it was so, such like a big heavy figure and it was Malcolm's death. You know what I mean? Like, and that was all I kept thinking about. Like, the, the shit that this nigga was dealing with and how he's gonna die and shit. And it was just like, yo, get out of that fucking room. You know what I mean? Like, y'all niggas need to laugh and have fun and enjoy this shit. You know what I mean? But it was, it was really, it was, it was a powerful movie based on a play. Uh, Regina King picked it up. And I really enjoyed it when I got through it because it gave a level of background clarity? Okay. and clarity to each of those major figures at that time. It may seem like a throwaway moment, but Jim mm. Brown early in the or early in that in the movie. He he's on St. George's Island where he's from in Georgia and he goes he goes to this white dude's house and white dude said he um and he said, Oh yeah, I heard you wanted to see me and I'm you know, I get up early so I just wanted to come by, whatever. 
You know what I mean? And he and the and the white dude's daughter was excited to see him, and the white dude's there, and he's excited to see him. And then mm-hmm. they're just sitting down. He offers him some lemonade, and he gives him all these platitudes. Imagine yeah. this, like gives him yes. all of these platitudes. Yes. And then, yes. and then he said, he, he says, he said, no, I gotta, I gotta um, move some furniture. He's like, oh, all right, well, I can mm-hmm. help you move some furniture. And he's like, he's like, oh, you know, we don't allow niggers in the house. Uh-huh. And it was like, Not yo, it's just like imagine how that right felt. Here. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't even like I like I I know that it sounds funny because you know what I mean whatever, but just imagine how that felt. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You wouldn't laugh if you saw it. Yeah, like because you sat there, you sat there with a man who gave you all that respect. You know what I mean? All those platitudes. Mm-hmm. No, I don't allow niggas in the house. Like, how do you take yourself? Probably how he still delivered the line too. He bro. didn't what even do you do say it. It was no, there was no malice in it. You know what I'm saying? No, it was like, no you know what it is. It's yeah. like, and it's not yeah. for me to call you as big and strong as you are. It's not for me to even refer to you as a nigger. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even though you big as shit could pound the fuck out of me if you was an angry yeah. nigger. You know what I'm saying? It's right. like, no, I feel comfortable enough to say, like, you know, not sure how you don't allow niggers in the house. Joe. You know what I'm saying? Joe, I'm going to say it like this, man. There's nothing that any of these men did that I had a problem with because the psychological trauma of the mm-hmm. time was so huge that everything that they did was amazing. Like, these are amazing people. The way that he came up with a change gonna come. Like, that mm-hmm. shit was fucking amazing. Yo, just, I'm sorry, but that shit was amazing to me. Joe, just tell me you didn't feel something when you saw that. You know what I mean? Oh, my like, God, definitely. Yeah. It was just like, it was just so much, yo. It was just so much. So I just mm-hmm. really got, I really enjoyed it. I was I'll be honest with you. I was stressed out through a lot of it just because I told you like that fifth thing in the room. But then when mm-hmm. like there was there, then it just it, it kind of eased. I kind of eased a little bit um, certain things like when Sam Cooke was on stage and the and and, and Jackie cut the mics off and and he was mm-hmm. like he's like mm, ah mm, ah that's the sound of the man hey working on the train like that shit was ill all of that shit mm-hmm. that was talent that's an amazing yeah. those are all just amazing people just yeah. the best at whatever you know what i mean and i get it that they called malcolm out on not you know what i mean like especially sam he was like nigga you ain't you know what the fuck you do nigga that was that was just be around too. I like right, nigga. you know what i'm saying but like shit you know what I mean? I get it, and I understood where I understood where saying Cook was coming from, but we needed Malcolm too. And you see, he'd be on t-shirts just like the rest of y'all, probably more than that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just yeah. like all of that shit was just amazing to me. I'm sorry, like y'all, if you just get a chance to watch that shit, it is. No, I'm definitely. And you I'm pick up on the nuances. Yeah, I'm definitely. Yo, and before and before and before you go to and before you go to and, I know I say like I feel Brian or like fucking like Malcolm's death like looming like so heavy like in that room because. I wasn't joking when I said it. As soon as that shit came out, I was like, oh shit, blah, 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 watch this. And I put the motherfucker on, and I did leave at like the point when they were sitting in the, hot, sitting in the fucking hotel. And Malcolm said, like, all right, we, I got I bought ice cream. He was like, oh, okay. Uh, niggas even try to give a little, like, Bella, right, what kind? Like, vanilla? Like, so they have vanilla ice cream, and these niggas are going to the hotel and shit. So when I left it, you know what I'm saying? Then, uh, all those day later, whenever it was and shit, uh, Fucking answer he had watched it, and Brian was like in the middle of watching it, and then I, I said, "What's well, her about the you have to turn the shit off?" But like before I went back to watching it, which was pretty soon after Brian said he was in the middle of the shit, 
I did like, you know, just did, got my years right and shit. Like just did my little like Wikipedia and shit. And it felt a lot heavier to me when I was watching it, realizing that less than like <clears throat> less than a year fucking Sam Cooke was dead and about a yeah. year and a week or some shit like that, Malcolm was gone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then thinking about, you know, But can I just say like, what you what you actually said when I when I was watching it? What's that? He said, I ain't watching that shit unless you tell me the niggas leave that room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so let me, I, I know Ann is going to go and I'll go back to Ann after this. Um, so they sat in the room for most of the movie? Um, well, I don't know if most. It's, it's, a, it's enough of the movie that okay. it, it felt like. Yeah, and the reason I was asking more because when you have a setting like that and the, how passionate you are about the movie, when you talk about it, B, it really means that the actors were casting yeah. really great and so the dialogue was like this. Yeah, no, so it was, it was a play. And so the, yeah. they, the, the place that they spent the most amount of time in was, was in that. The, okay, got it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm just saying, like, the dialogue and how the script was written, I'm getting all technical with it, but how the script was written to be able to have you that engaged while they're sitting in that room, you have to have the right script and the right actors to pull everything off well, for you to I be say, that passionate I in the moment it. that you're talking about. I say that the actors, the actors, I think they were all, like, phenomenal and shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm watching it, and the dude that did Malcolm, uh, I mean, we've seen a lot of folk portray Malcolm, like, Oh yeah, since, yeah, yeah. Uh, of course. Since Denzel, like, since Denzel, Denzel. Yeah. and this dude was this dude was probably just as good as some of some of the niggas. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't like blew me away, but he was damn good. I believe though. And uh, the dude that played Ali, he was great. And uh, I don't know too much about like Sam Cook, like his ways and shit, whatever. But the dude that played Sam Cook was phenomenal too, and the dude that played James Brown was phenomenal. And as far as like the dialogue, it was it was good. You know what I'm saying? It was it was it was good. It was good enough. I mean, I, I don't know if the dialogue was like super great or anything, or was the fact that these are like four like you know just iconic the characters. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, so I think a combination of yeah. like the fact that these are like iconic characters and shit, and they like actually like knew each other and shit. That it was like in a time that it was, you know, this is Ali, but this is Cash is becoming Ali. This is you know what I'm saying Jim Brown saying fuck the NFL. This is. Yeah, change gonna come. And this is this is Malcolm. I'm about to leave the nation, nigga. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And just the time, just the, just the gravity of all of that. And shit, it was like, Sam, and it was Sam Cook saying, saying, uh, "Damn, I gotta actually stop just being a pop guy and get involved in this movement." Mm -hmm. yeah. I have something to say all about that, that, but I don't want to cut. In. I want him to um, give his take on it. Go ahead. Thank all in all, <clears throat> you get a really good movie out of everything i mean because we was on the chat before talking about it he was like i know my probably joke it was like like why the hell are you watching it again or i mean I, the first time i was watching just to see if i enjoyed it which I but did. Nigga, I, didn't you say you watched it like five times some shit yeah but i had to because okay. it's what what you notice more about anything else is that none of the actors look like their counterparts but i don't even think that was the purpose they're all four different men at four very particular points in their life. So it's watching these little nuances. Like, what Ali are you talking about? Like this. Like, Ali beats Liston, and Ali's I don't even know what years counterparts old. mean. You, 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 you mean? These motherfuckers, He's talking about they didn't look like the, the characters. They didn't look they like the 
I don't want to say characters because they are real. They right, looked enough like them. They looked enough like them. Yeah. That's a, what you mean? I mean, a nigga that plays Sam Cook was like a little. I don't want to step on. I don't want to step on his point, yo. Yeah, because that's mean, the, let, yeah. Let's just, let's just let him go. Mm-hmm. I, I, but I, I, I don't agree with that part. But I don't. The my bad. Ali I mean, my bad. Yeah, they were pretty close. Go ahead, Ant. What uh, what uh, the point I'm trying to get across is that you you don't want to play caricatures in a movie. You don't want someone like you know like he has the height and stature of Malcolm, or he has the weight and the build of Jim, or, or no other shit like that. You you put these guys in the room and you you let them act. And the thing that I the reason why I watched it so many times, quite simply, is because like I said, it's these small little nuances that I kept missing. But like when I really sat down and focused on it, like. Like it's it's a lot going on. Like it's it's a movie where they're doing a lot of acting, but a lot of it's internal. Like I said, like Ali beats listening. and Ali is at that time is twenty two years old. I don't know what I was doing at twenty two, but I definitely wasn't Ali. And the thing is that he's about to make a life changing choice where he's going to be at one time one of the most hated men in America, then become one of the most celebrated. Jim, like that seething anger that he has, and like whatever went on. Like you see that, like if you watch Jim Brown and how he speaks about things and so on and so forth, it sticks it. Like the internal like frustration and like fear and anger that Malcolm has, and like Sam Cooke being just you know completely thinking that you know the way to freedom in this country is economic. And I mean the part between him and Malcolm, when Malcolm just basically just just tears him down and basically tries to explain to him like you know this fight is bigger than that and so on and so forth, and that inspires Sam to make that song. Is like, is actually like, like kind of mind blowing when you think about it. Like the things that these men had to go through, and at the time, like all four of them probably at like the the height of their careers. Maybe not Ali, but I mean, he's on his way to be maybe most famous athlete in the world. The fact that you can get all of this, I mean, just from a play, and having all these people sitting there talking together, and getting this kind of dialogue between four really talented black men with very different perspectives on the world. And somehow coming out of the end, like, you know, you see the perspective of everybody and it all makes sense. All in all, I mean, you know, I don't really see get a chance to really see movies like this. That's probably maybe one of the reasons why I decided to watch it multiple times. But, I mean, it is what it is, man. It's a damn good movie. And if you haven't watched it. Oh, I, I agree with you on that. You don't get the movies like, you know what I, you know what else I heard? And not to cut you, mm-hmm. um, but you know what else I heard? Mm-hmm. I was talking about this to the sister. Um did you guys watch Sylvia's Love? Yes. I haven't. You don't get. I have it in, you I have don't it get to tank, see though. black love stories at all, like where where there's not trauma involved. You know what I'm saying? Like there's always trauma, mm-hmm. and there's like articles on this shit, and it was just like, yo, that's what made Sylvia's Love kind of refreshing. It was just a love story. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there wasn't any. There wasn't no drugs, none of that shit. You know what I mean? Nobody on crack, no mm-hmm. crazy shit. You know, no wild family mm-hmm. shit. None of that. Just, just a love story with black people. You never get that anymore. And I just, I, I just wanted to throw that out. And it was, it, 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 it just reminded me of that when Ant said that because, you know, we don't get this either. You know what I mean? Like we don't get, um, we don't get these type of iconic figures, uh, uh, in the, a room together in a movie. Maybe because it doesn't actually just happen like that. Like this is a one-off, and that's what made it such an amazing movie. But like, yeah, it's just something that I felt like we we were a fly on the wall. You know what I mean? Mm, got it. And 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 that's something. Something. To be and that makes about. it. And then, and just listen to you say all that means. And again, like I said, I'm talking as a person that 
you're describing this to, and I want to see it. Yeah. Because you said it, it makes it sound like they got the right director, they got the right script, they got the right actors, and they all made it work. Like in that room, in those maybe two or three scenes or whatever, however many sets they have in that moment, the actors carried the movie. And that's when you get a great movie uh, that man. should be not, not, should be good. Um, um, Joe, go ahead. Kill yeah, it. I mean, I, I said, no, I'll say this. <laughs> Now, I mean, we can, like, give all the props to this guy, whatever, but I think he was well cast, you know what I'm saying? Mm. As far as how well the direction was of it, like, <clears throat> I mean, shout out to Regina King, but, I mean, the fact is it was, like, a play adapted yeah. to, like, a film and shit, and it pretty much kind of, like, played like a play for the most part. Yeah. So, like, so, like, I'm not, like, it, so be, being a play, you know what I'm saying, and already relying on, like, the dialogue heavy, I think you would have had to do some real bad casting, you know what I'm saying? And probably the worst acting job, I mean, the worst, like, directing job ever, the worst editing job ever to fuck this up. You know what I'm saying? Like, We've seen this. Have we seen? No, we haven't seen. I mean, you would really have to fuck this up. This is Muhammad Ali becoming Muhammad Ali, Malcolm leaving the nation. If it was on VH1, this shit could have been fucked up. Joe. Lifetime. Lifetime. <laughs> but I got what you saying. Nah, I, get, I know. Nah. I get what it is. Yeah, I know. It, and Alex, you know, you need to watch it. Because I get mm-hmm. what Joe's saying, too. Like, his, his points aren't, aren't lost on me. But we have seen people fuck some shit up before. I'm about not, to watch not, them not fuck not up my, salt and pepper. Not but that's another story. In the room. If they, if they, made, if they, if they, fuck it, if Lifetime made a movie of salt and pepper, fuck it, uh, like salt and pepper, and like I don't know who the fuck else was hot to time sitting in the fucking hotel room and shit. And all they had to do was fucking talk and act well enough to make us think that he was like the real salt and pepper, whoever the fuck else was there. Then it should be brilliant. This is easy. Plays are fucking easy. You know what I'm saying? If you could, all you got to do is sit there and write some like dialogue that fucking like makes sense and shit. This shit no, was you don't want to do that. No, yo. I, you I don't want to say, say plays are easy, yo. You don't want to say that. They fucked they up cats. They what? That's they fucked up cats. You talking they about a fucking musical of fucking yeah. cats, nigga? Talking about player. a fucking like a play, nigga. A play, they was fucked a, up mad plays, dude. I mean, I just not when niggas. Not when niggas. I don't think. What do When they just when you just gotta sit there and it's already got the dialogue and shit. You just yeah. gotta sit there. It's hard to fuck some shit up. I remember this fucking movie and shit. Fucking, uh, I forget who the fuck was in the motherfucker. I know the nigga, I fuck with the nigga, Kevin Spacey and shit. And it was Kevin Spacey, uh, and some of that. It was just called Dick Kahuna or something like that. And I think it was like Salesman. It was three niggas that was just sitting in this fucking like room and shit. And like, it's a di- it's just dialogue, yo. Yeah. But I mean, it is what it I mean, is. it was good. It was it was good, and everybody should watch it. That oh yeah, 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 it was sure. great. It's on. What is it? It's on. Um, is I'm not going to watch it again because of why Ed said he watched it because, like, again, it was a play. It was, it, 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 it was niggas was niggas was talking. So it's like it, it was pretty. He's talking about you got to watch it multiple times for the nuance. Like, no, you don't. Nigga, just listen. Yeah. Just listen and watch. It's pretty damn simple. Everything that's going on is it. You know if you want to watch it again under like certain <laughs> content, made himself you know? sound illiterate when he said that's it. Yeah, like, nigga, like, no, I got it the first time. I think it's like, 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 <laughs> I'll probably watch it again on like a front or like I, I definitely will watch it again on like some like lazy fucking I'm Sunday. I'm gonna watch it with somebody. The next time I watch it, it's gonna be with somebody that never talked before. Did your yeah. daughter see it? 
See, it'd be something like that. Because oh, yeah. okay, so she hasn't seen it. Okay, nah. Just make sure she watched in February fourth. No, February twelfth. That's all. Just make sure she's watching. Make make sure she's online February twelfth. Because February twelfth is when Jesus and the Black Messiah comes out. Mm, make sure she watches that. I don't know if I thought he was plugging his birthday. I ain't know what the fuck is going on. Nah, we spoke about it, but I had forgotten about it. This nigga birthday is February 12th. I'm like, why his daughter got to watch it on your birthday? It felt very uncomfortable for a second, but I get it, though. Jesus is the Black Messiah. I just literally just watched yesterday the... Trailer. The trailer again for trailer. that shit. I am so excited about it. I just, I February twelfth cannot come fast enough. And that's Prime this again is, too, right? Yeah, this okay. is something. This is a person. No, no, no. no, no, no HBO Max. HBO Max. Oh, yeah, HBO Max. Okay, because it's a yeah. regular release. So, Got it. Yeah, yeah. No, so but yeah, no, but this is a person that I honestly uh, grew up idolizing. Black Messiah. So I just, I can't wait to watch this shit. I'm gonna be emotional. I ain't gonna want to talk to nobody. Mm. Mm. All right, so I know we gave a. Um, I'm definitely gonna go watch it. Well, maybe not this weekend because I'm gonna be incapacitated the whole weekend. But sometime in the next two weeks, I'm gonna go ahead and definitely sit down, take some time to um to watch that to watch that movie. Um, American Skin. Nate Turner, Nate Parker, Nate Turner, Nate Parker, who played Nat Turner, but Nate Parker, who was director and also um, wrote the screenplay for this movie. Um, again, another one that I did not see, but I think all of you saw, correct? I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about, bro. So Sexton. I'm going to bow out. Okay. Well, American. Yeah, you American. saw that? I didn't. Not, see, I don't I'm, know what the fuck Alex talking about, but Andy, did you I just see what, what just happened in this game? Yeah, I did. Yeah, all right. My bad, Alex. Tell uh, yeah, us about no, so. Shit. Well, no, I didn't see it either. I thought you guys might have seen it as well, but I guess probably, I'm assuming Ant saw it. Yes, mm-hmm. no? Or oh, we can skip it. Okay, so you did see it. So I'll go yeah. to you. And no, 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 we're, no. We're, we're gonna skip it because I want I want people to see it because it's some. Um, I think it's okay. a kind of American okay. skit. Say it. No, skit. American American skin. Like I heard, like everything I saw from. I knew it was coming out. We actually spoke about it briefly, but we knew it was coming out. But like everybody was just triggered yeah, off of it. Nah, 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 nah. I think I said Nate Parker. You know he's not doing no gay shit. I don't. I mean, I don't know if you just want to give the premise of it, and I don't, and not give it away. Just what. The premise of the, you know, the plot of the movie. Um. Well, okay. Without ruining it, there's a there's a guy who's a uh, an ex uh, military man. He's a vet. Uh, he's a janitor at a school, and um, like he's trying he's trying to work in like this relationship between his son and so on and so forth. Um. What happens that one night his son gets killed by a cop. Officer, like he's let go, and even though he killed the guy, even though he killed his son. So he's like basically pissed off, like I said, you know, guy used to be in the military. So he seeks revenge. So he like basically like holds like a police station hostage and basically like kind of puts the guy on trial inside the police station, so on and so forth. And anything else would just kind of ruin it after that. Got it. Okay. Is this is this Nate Parker doing it? Like is he acting yeah. shit? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. He's he's actor, director, and wrote the screenplay. Oh, word, word. All right, that's what it is. What is this on? Uh, it, I, I saw it on uh, on Amazon, but I think you got to pay for it. Uh, Can I be, let, me, let me throw something out there to y'all. <laughs> let me throw something out there to y'all, yo. 
HBO Max may be the best shit out there. Mm-hmm. It is. I HBO Max maybe, and it, you know what? It just it took because you know when I'd be getting some shit, I'd be putting my whole family on. Like I'd be giving everybody my shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but it took my daughter to say it to me. She was just like, "Yo, I forget. I forget how she really broke it down." But she's just like, yo, it's just, I forget how she broke it down. It was awesome. I was just like, it's like, damn, you're right. Like, she broke down all the services to me. She did it yesterday. And I was like, damn, you're right. It was the way she said it. And like, it was what everybody had. And she's like, yo, like, HBO Max is just better. And yeah. she, oh, she was, and she was like, yo, as soon as Netflix lose up, like, HBO Max picks that up quick. Like, <laughs> it was like, it was right there. You know what I mean? She said something. I forget. My bad. I should. I shouldn't have mentioned it without having it because I should have wrote that shit down because it was. It but was, it is. It was it's like it's, it's yeah. getting the um. It's getting uh the little things. That's a new Denzel movie. You know they have to deal with Warner Brothers and that's one of the Warner Brother movies that's going to be dual released to HBO Max and yeah, come out as well. Shit. Fuck that shit. I mean that shit cool. And you know what I'm saying, but it ain't even that shit. Like it's everything else. You know, yeah. Like because it's like yo, we got the shit coming out early. It's like one day when I watch that shit. I wasn't gonna watch that, that shit. Was horrible. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna watch that Judas and Black Messiah shit because we've been waiting yeah. for that. You know what I'm saying? That, that's gonna be uh-huh. early and shit. But but in terms of like until they have like more of them shits, I really want to see. It ain't even that to me. It's like just everything else. Like yeah. But I I know what Brian was going with the shit. But you know, nigga, I, I just got the HBO Max and so I got uh, this, the AT and T. Yeah, same thing I got. So it was like so so had the Prime, they had the Hulu, they had the Apple TV shit just because. I bought that iPhone and shit last time or whatever, fuck, and fucking, uh, what is it, Hulu Prime, all that shit, yada, yada, whatever shit, but I, I've been giving HBO Max a whole lot of burn and shit, I, I, I even went yeah. back and watched all shows like fucking The Sopranos and The Wire and fucking The Boondocks, nigga, and yep. after that, they got all the movies and shit, then they got the new shows, I'm gonna finally watch that Euphoria show and shit. Yep. Yeah, said was like, <laughs> I am that. too. And, uh, it's like, it's like, yeah, they really, like, they really got it, like, yeah. They, they really got it. Like, yeah, and their content, and I mean, their original content is good to begin with. You know, like, I might finally sit down and watch Game of Thrones, you know, pick that up. That's something I've never seen. Like, I've never seen one episode of that show. I know the ads, but I've never seen a, you know, at least you've seen one of something. Like, I never finished a while, but I've seen it. I've never seen Game of Thrones as much as people say it's one of the greatest shows ever. I've never seen one episode, so that's something I'm going to do. I, first thing I got, I started watching, um, I started picking up because I missed the last season, I think, of Kirby Enthusiasm. That's the first thing I went to. And then me and my kids are watching um, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. So I'm, you know, I like to rewatch those shows with them to give them some type of tea. But now nah, you're right. HBO, HBO Max is dope. That's really probably the number one thing that's gotten the most burn um, out of the apps that I have. Um, but you mentioned the Boondocks. I know the Boondocks, um, HBO Max, is uh, the reboot is delayed till later this year. They're rebooting that movie. They're, not movie. I'm sorry. They're rebooting that show. Um, what else do they have? Oh, um, Let Us See. Is it, is gonna is be it still coming through? Are yeah. Still, they said they say the, the, it's delayed till later this year. Who are they going to have um, playing the grandfather? Oh, I don't know. Because what's his name? I know he passed. Uh, I'm sorry. I can't think of his name. But he passed. I know he passed. John away, Witherspoon. Yeah. John Witherspoon. Yeah. They didn't mention anything. They were just really talking about. That is delayed until next year. Until I'm sorry, until later this year. So they are. Uh, okay. That is coming. Um, Let us see is set to play. Man, have the Manhattan Jackson, the Manhattan Jackson story. Um, what else did I see? What else did I see? Uh, Jurassic Park three is coming back and going to close out. I'm just mentioning TV shit that I 
notated and stuff like that. Um, yeah, so that's about it. I don't know if I have any. Is there anything? Am I missing anything? Nah, nobody want to talk about Tiger. Yeah, and we have time to talk about um, Coming to America since that comes out next month. So we got time to talk about that. Um, sports. Well, let's just go to the game. That I don't know if the game is over. If it was something, because you said it sounded like you said something crazy just happened. Um, B. Since Kyrie, since Kyrie is back. Yeah, yeah, and that's about to lose this shit because Colin Sexton just took them into double overtime. Oh, Oh, okay, so it's still still happening right now. Mm -hmm. Is it? Oh no, no. You know what? You know what I'm going to talk about, my nigga. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm going to talk about, my nigga. I'm going to talk about y'all niggas who don't understand IQ. You know what I'm saying? Niggas don't understand IQ. You know what I'm saying? Talk about them. Emmanuel. Quickly. Nigga said, yo, quickly, be a second round quick. Pick. Nigga, you know what I mean? Why niggas pick him up? You know what I mean? Yo, the Knicks is stupid. They pick him 25th. Yo, the Knicks is balling, man. They putting their whole foot in everybody's mouth, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, we, out here, we out here just punishing squads. You know what I'm saying? We, we may lose a couple. Mm-hmm. We just won a couple in a row, too. You know what I'm saying? And, and the nigga Emmanuel quickly, psh, balling. And now we got Obi Toppin back. And he's finally starting to show up and do a couple of things. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah look, he, nigga only played like two games in the NBA so far. Niggas don't know yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Niggas don't know that because he was hurt the whole time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. People remember the preseason, but he only really played two games in the NBA so far. And Emmanuel quickly is out here balling. This nigga got floaters. He understands defense. He understands offense. He can shoot his ass off. He shoots from 30. You know what I mean? If you come up on him, he could take you off the dribble, cross you up, take you inside. He he got a he has a he has a twelve foot floater, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like his floater comes from twelve foot because it comes off as a shot. Yo, this nigga Emmanuel quickly is good and he knows how to run this offense. But niggas are saying, yo, niggas need a point. The Knicks need a point guard. Hell no, because you know what else? Kevin Knox is starting to play good basketball. You know what I mean? Yo, Kevin Knox leading the NBA in three point percentage from the from the um from from the um from the corner. Go look that shit up. The Knicks have the number one defense in the NBA right now. I wanted to post it as my um as my cover photo on Facebook, but I didn't want to do it on the same day that Kamala and them was coming in there because niggas Kamala. was crazy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, but nah, yo, the NBA different, man. We got they got to deal with the Knicks now. They got to um, he's the he's not starting, right? He's still coming off the bench behind Peyton. He's coming off the bench, but it don't even matter, yo. Mm. It don't even matter, man. He looked like a starter, man. He played a prime time minutes in the fourth quarter when it's time to eat. Mm. Yeah. Knicks are some. I'm saying the Knicks got something everybody want to see because the Knicks are young. Youngest team in the NBA, the number one defense in the NBA. Huh? I, <clears throat> again, I you know I stat watch, but it, I just thought it's been impressive what um Randall is doing, just the way he's being used is almost. And I don't know because again I'm stat watch. Is he being used similar to how he used um um Noah? Since he has all these assists now, is he in the same in a similar role that um, way? Because I'm trying to figure uh, out okay, why so, his assist so, so, so when so you want to say similar, so yeah, you don't want to say similar because because Noah's played it out of the post and 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 you know what I mean okay. like. Randall's everywhere, you know what I mean? Okay, he, he okay. starts at the top of the key and all the rest of that. But I get what you mean. Like it's like it's yeah, he's running the offense. 
but he's coming out. Like, R.J. Barrett's starting to look really good. Listen, man, the Knicks are really just starting to look like actual basketball players, and it's the players that you care about. You know what I mean? That's the thing that makes you really feel the the best about it. It's the players that you care about. And I just really put it all on the coaching staff. These niggas just somebody lit a fire under them, told them where to be at on defense, and they're maximizing their talents on offense. Remember I said that other game, we were all watching it together, or maybe it was me and Joe was watching it, and I was like, um, I was like, yo, they never post up, they don't run any plays for Obi Top, and they never post them up. And I was even being short-sighted because you know, yeah, you only played two games in the NBA, you know what I mean? And they still didn't, they still haven't posted up um, Obi Toppin. But right after that, they started running pick and rolls for him, pick and pops for him, you know what I mean? And he just looked more fluid and comfortable on the basketball court, and the Tibbs. And I'm just going to say the whole coaching staff just has a way of making these young players feel and look comfortable on the court. Mm-hmm. And I just, there's something to be said about that, yo. No, I mean, like, again, I'm just, I'm happy that they look competitive, excuse me, that I'm seeing in the box score looks competitive. If I'm just being honest, like it looks competitive. Like I've been watching, because yeah. you've been mentioning Emmanuel quickly, kid. So I've been kind of paying attention to see what he's been doing. Of course, I'm paying attention to Toppin more than anything, but he's been out, yeah. like you said, yeah, yeah. For, the, for the most of the year. So he's just really, I was really looking and just Yeah, you mentioned Julius Randle, and what I'll yeah. say about Julius Randle is that he literally does everything on the basketball court. Oh, okay. That's why I actually I said, are we keeping him? Because I'm like, he's just really a traitor. But if he's he really, doesn't, he doesn't, he never looked like this before. So it's like, it's, it's scary to say, like, first off, we could keep him because he's, he's going to, we have him for another year and then we have a, mm-hmm. he's restricted. So like, we got enough, you know what I mean? We got him, you know what I mean? Like he's trapped, yeah. but, but so I would keep him. And so you could tell it's not for the money just yet because, you know what I mean? Like he's not a free agent just yet. Right, right, right. right. But also <clears> too, like you've never seen him do this on the basketball court before, so it's like you always you're you're gonna keep on asking for more of this from him. It was like when Brandon Ingram first came out on, and it was mm-hmm. like, yo, Brandon Ingram just decided like I'm never I'm not gonna be a bum anymore. You know what I mean? Right. And like he's the he, it's he did the same thing. Like they they all they played on the same squad, and I guess he probably looked at Brandon Ingram and was like, damn nigga, you put it together. You know what I mean? I know I, I can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is he uh, is Julius, he playing defense? Because I know Tibbs is a defensive coach. Okay. He does everything on the basketball court. I don't even want to define Tibbs as a defensive coach anymore. Like because I, he's never been my coach, so you know what I mean. I always watched him in the periphery and like at, and, mm-hmm. and like listen to people talk about him. Like, but now he's he's the coach of the team that I watch the most. You know what I mean? Right. And, so you're seeing different things. Yeah. So I see different things. I just think Tibbs is, he's just, he's, he's a, a Bill Belichick. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he just looks at the court and is like, this is what I have to do. You know what I mean? Like, right, so this person, this. yeah. Yeah, yeah, you do this. You have to do this. You know what I mean? Okay, so you got to play this way now. And, and sometimes, yeah, obviously defense is, is a huge part of that. But he's a coach. And he just puts everybody in the position to maximize their talent. And all you got to do is just do what just do what you need to do. Like, all right, I'd put you in all these positions. All you got to do is do it. Right. You know what I mean? That's all. Like, there's there's times where, like, the Knicks don't have a superstar. Right, right, right. So they have to, so Develop. they just have to be right. You know what I mean? No, mm-hmm. no, no. They just have to be right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just some of the shit. You know what I mean? Like, we lost to, 
Who was it? The South? Was it the South? No, we smacked the Celtics. Who who did we lose against? We lost to somebody lost to before the, that Celtics game. Y'all lost to the Nets. We lost to the Nets. Didn't we lose to the Nets? The yeah, night we of the lost trade? to the Nets. The night yeah. of the trade. Yeah. yeah, we lost to the Nets. But it, it was it was little stuff. It was turnovers at the end of the game by R.J. Barrett. It was not it was not boxing out. It was like little, you know what I'm saying? And you just got to be right. And And you saw right after that, the Knicks just didn't do that again. You know what I mean? Like the mm-hmm. Knicks just—they're just well coached, man. They're just well coached. Dope. So we're moving in the right, moving in the right direction. So that's good to hear. Um, it's worth to it's worth it to watch them. I'll say it like that. Like it's it's worth it to watch them. That win win or lose, and I'm back to being mad if the Knicks lose. Oh, okay. Like and it's an emotion. I didn't. You have even, an like, expect. You have expectation yeah, to win. Yeah, like I didn't. I, I didn't have that emotion before. I, I lost that emotion. I used to have that emotion back in the day. I couldn't talk to people after the next loss, and it went away. Like it just went away, and it's back. Like I feel it again. Like uh, I was mad no. after that Nets game. I was Let's mad go. after the Cleveland game. Yeah. I I I have something else, but does anybody else want to have anything else on top of that? As far as NBA go? Or well, Knicks? no, 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 the Knicks, the Knicks, because I have a, I have um, a NBA. I, well, I mean, as far, I mean, as far as the Knicks go, like, uh, I'm, I'm happy that, you know, they, they worth watching, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And, um, that, that's, that's pretty much it, like, I caught a couple games and shit, and, uh, and, um, when I see a morning, it's like, son, that, like, I'm a check for, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, like, like Brian said, like, these, these, these young boys are balling, you know what I'm saying? And Tim's got to be doing what? They need to do it. And we all kind of thought Tibbs was going to run these boys, you know, because they, they're young, you know what I'm saying? Like, the way he had, uh, we had like, the Bulls somewhat overachieving, yeah. I feel like, back when they was, like, you know, when the Heat got their big three together, shit like that, kind of figured, like, okay, he get this young talent, you know what I'm saying, he's going to run these boys, and they're going to, like, do their thing. Kind of like a, uh, kind of like a, what's his name would be, uh, kind of like a, what, what's his boy name? Uh, kind of like D'Antoni and shit, but more like, you know, mm-hmm. Just all around and shit. Like I mean, number two and three in minutes in the NBA is RJ Randall and RJ Barrett. Yeah, because yeah. that was one thing I looked at specifically mm-hmm. with two, with yeah. them two. Go ahead, Joe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean that that's that's the thing, and that's one that's the one thing like I didn't like when they said that Tim was gonna be the coach. One one because he wasn't black. I'm like, ah, shit. But I'm mm-hmm. like, ah, man, he gonna run niggas into the ground and shit. But the fact he had such a young squad and they kind of like, you know, can handle mm-hmm. that. You know what I'm saying? That it's mm-hmm. like, I bet run the niggas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know so other than that, yeah, I'm with it. What's good? <laughs> nah, I ain't gonna lie, Joe. I've been thinking about that shit a lot, yo. I don't know if I fuck with black coaches anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I ain't gonna lie, man. I've been thinking about that shit a lot. Nah, I don't mean it like that. Made me take it back because my words are gonna live in infamy. All right, so it, it's not like that. It's like I always used to want a black coach, black coach, and and then when I go back and look. Man, even Doc Rivers wasn't better than like a Tibbs that's gonna geek out over this shit. Like yeah. Tibbs, Tibbs is a basketball geek. You know what I mean? Doc Rivers is a basketball player. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's part of basketball culture. And he was a point guard. And he's just good at it that way. You know what I mean? Same thing with like a Steve Nash. You know what I mean? Like they're just basketball culture. Bas- you know what I mean? I, I we could look at the white boys the same way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like Tibbs. He dribble no balls and he's just a fucking geek for this shit, like a for real geek, and he just figures it out, and it's kind of beautiful to watch sometimes. Like I seen the Knicks be down eighteen, come back and win by fourteen, and it's just all just 
Like, yo, all right, y'all niggas gonna come out. This nigga coming out. This nigga coming in. All right, you play like this now. Boom, boom, boom. And you just watch that shit. You be like, holy shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's just something else, man. I don't, I, I don't even want to put color on it anymore. I, like, I, I made it funny, but I don't even want to put color on it anymore. Like, yeah. I want black geeks, yeah. I want geeks. You know what I'm saying? I want geeks to be coaches. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm with all that player shit, the guy you know anymore. I want the geek person, the nerd. Yeah, fuck it, man. Whoever gets niggas there, yo. Like, yeah. So this is what I wanted to ask. Is do you right now? Do you have a take on? Because we haven't spoken about it, even though it happened. We've spoken about it in the chat. Let Ann go the first. Hard, the Harden, the Harden trade. Yeah, let Ann go first. Mm-hmm. Do you have a take on it, or are you just waiting to see how it plays out or how they fit together? Go ahead, it's interesting, but the problem is they can't defend with the shit. They got no size. They got all the scoring in the world. I don't know how that sh- well it's just going to go over in the playoffs. I mean, it's a good deal. I mean, well, not really. I'm lying. I don't even think it was a good deal. I think they traded away a lot of your depth and your size to get this one guy who doesn't do the things that you need, which is, you That's know. That's bullshit. My bad. I mean, great fucking deal, yo. <laughs> yeah. Them niggas wait, them niggas. Hey, yo, but wait, 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 wait. Let, 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 let him get his All right, go ahead, Ed. Go ahead, Ed. Just go, go, go. Ed, what were you saying, Ed? All right, Ed done. Well, yo, man, that did, yo, you fucking full of shit, nigga. That was a fucking deal of the fucking century, yo. That was the nigga they traded. Who the illest nigga they traded? Jared, Jared Allen, Allen. fucking big boy, no. Cash Levert dead. Yeah, you know? No, he's Levert dead like, now. But I'm saying he was a he was a. Yeah, he's he was dead, dead then. That's why they traded him. Oh, okay. Yo, come on, man. I don't watch. I don't watch. Don't kill ever, me. Don't kill me. <laughs> that was the greatest deal ever, man. They gave up yeah. nobody and got James Harden. And yeah, like Ann is right though. Like they don't have size. All right. Mm-hmm. Hey, Saying they can't defend worth the shit is is such the biggest bullshit argument in, that ever created in the NBA because you know what I mean like listen man it's about matchups yo and them niggas win three matchups every night mm-hmm. you know what I mean like every night them niggas win three matches easy so it, it, if the other team got to win four matchups you know what I mean <laughs> like it's just not it, it, it's not like that but like I get it though. Um, when it comes down to crunch time, his real thing, it, the real point that Ant made was about the size thing. That's going to mm-hmm. matter. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That size part, pause, is really going to matter. They're going to need somebody. DeAndre Jordan is not it anymore. They're going to need a big there at some point in time to do something. And you can't put that, you can't put that onus on um, Kevin Durant because he has to do so much else. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's, the, person, he's the person that I'm going to say is going to make it so that defense doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you can't. So basically, really have... you're saying they gotta wait till uh, what? What do you call those? The buy the buyout season? Yeah, they're that gonna happens. do the buy. They're gonna do the buyouts. They're gonna do middle level sessions. They may. I, I don't know if they really have the opportunity to trade. So here's the, this is the problem. I don't know how much geeky basketball shit you want to get into, but they're thirty million dollars over the cap right now, and so they're not really going to buy out anybody because they're gonna have to. They actually, out of their pocket, the owner out of his pocket is going to pay them about seven times more than what that salary is going to say. And so they're not really going to sign anybody. They're going to do a bunch of 10 days. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that, that's how they're going to live out 
their days for the rest of this season until they can kind of get a, a, a team uh, a team together or maybe some draft picks or something like that. Like that's that's how that's gonna look. Okay. So then my other thing is because I've been talking about this a lot in uh in uh, one of those sports rooms that we in on, which we'll call them the Miami Heat. Why don't you? Would you go at? Would you? Would you move ahead and getting Beal and moving on from Hero and Robinson or whoever, how, whatever the combination is? Because now, if you're looking at the Nets, okay, so if they're gonna ball like this, let's just say a three-year run or whatever it is, would you make the move to get Beal? If hell if yeah, if you can. Okay, I'm just making sure because everybody tell me. Not, well, because everybody tell me I'm crazy. If you look in that one chat room, I mean niggas, that one Facebook room, you know they're like, nah, Beal. All right, niggas knew Beal for, forever, right? But you know Beal was one of the youngest players to come in the NBA. That nigga probably like 26, 27 only still. And balling. You know what I'm saying? Like, Beal ain't no average basketball player. Oh, I don't think so at all. No, I think, I think, nah, I think he's, I think he's yeah. a sniper. Nah, he's special. It's something different. 20, 27. Yeah, he's yeah. 27. It, yeah, he's 27 years old, and he, do, he does everything on the basketball court, yo. Mm-hmm. And you know what? At the end of the game, even at the middle of the games, he played both guard positions. Remember John Wall out? He's like, fuck it, nigga. I play point guard. Yeah, too. yeah. No, I'm not, you know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. And he'll, he'll defend every every position if he wants, if you give him a chance to, because the nigga got heart. And he just does, like, he can score at the end of games and everybody's tired and can't do shit else. Like, you, you don't want a tight game with Bradley Bill out there because he's going to score on you and then laugh at you. Like, it's different. He's different. He's a different basketball player. He's mad annoying. Like, if you're not on his team, you would hate this nigga. You know what I mean? If he was in a major market, like you would, like if he was in a major market or any other team besides that team that he has to live on, like you would know so much more about this kid. Because this kid is special. Bradley Bill is not, that's why they don't get rid of him. Bradley Bill is not normal. That's it. All right. Well, okay. Well, that settled. That was really the one thing that I had. I, I just couldn't understand why people kept. Saying like, nigga, nah, Bradley I gotta keep Bill? I would smack the hell out of a nigga for selling me to Bradley Bill. I wouldn't <laughs> trade. There's not too many play- like, you know what I mean? Like, how many players do you not trade for Bradley Bill? Like, you know what I mean? They all on the nets. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the players. You know what I mean? That's yeah. Cause I was looking at that and I was like, that's the only way. And I'm not, and I don't even I still may not think that's enough, but that's the only way you're gonna be able to compete with yeah. what's coming down that pipe, what's what's coming down that pipeline. And if Toronto keep finding all these damn D League dudes, these D League Africans to come out of nowhere and start balling. What's the one they got now? I forgot that kid. I don't know if y'all know who I'm talking about. They got another one that's averaging like 30 a game right now. Hey, but fuck them niggas. I hate them niggas. Nobody really ever care about them. But I, I care about Devin Booker and them niggas, yo. And that's what I was trying to think. I don't know if I was about to say, yeah, Devin Booker's not as good as Bradley Bill. Because Bradley Bill do too much. He's nah, too good. I wouldn't say you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's not. He's, not, he's, he's too good. But Devin Booker coming, especially his time with CP3. He was already coming last year. And now he's looking a little bit more special. But, like, Bradley Bill, that's different. He's different, man. I need a faggot-ass um, jersey on and shit. I can't hear what he said. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. This. Yeah, I don't know who he's talking about. I'm watching, I'm watching, uh, what is it, Phoenix and Houston. And oh, yeah, I'm watching Houston. that, too, yeah. Oh, okay. Phoenix got these faggot-ass jerseys on. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know why they got these jerseys on. I don't know what the, the deal is. I like that, yo, I wish the Knicks had, like, fly-off-color jerseys, too, like these niggas be having, because some of these shits is, like, when, um, 
like when the Nets had that that jersey on, that baby blue jersey and shit, yeah. with the red right, and, and and Kevin Durant was wearing that shit and balling. I was like, damn, the Knicks had some fly shit like that. I wear that outside. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, man. Fuck that. Yeah, yeah. No, I was just looking at everything. I think we kind of covered everything. Damn it. I just fucked something up. Um, <clears throat> I think we kind of covered everything that we need to cover. I don't have anything. Well, I'll just uh, say this, though. Left in the clip. I do have something to say, but go ahead, Joe. Oh, I'll just say this, man. Like, fucking, uh, it's been cool watching this, uh, NFL, uh, playoff shit, you know what I'm saying? Um, fucking, uh, you know, that, that's basically it, yo. I'm glad. Yeah, nigga, the NFL bad board, nigga. Oh, retired, shit, fucking. <laughs> word. Philip Rivers, that nigga, retired, nigga, no chips, fuck that nigga. You know what I'm saying? I'm hoping to see uh, Patrick Mahomes versus like Tom Brady in the fucking uh, championship and shit. And uh, uh-huh. I, want, I want Tom Brady to win that shit. I want Tom Brady to win that shit in fucking Tampa Bay. Because what did they say? I seen, like, I don't even know shit, but I think Stephen A said it. That fucking nigga, what's the nigga? The coach, nigga? What's his, uh, Bruce Arians, that nigga and shit. Uh, Bruce Arians and shit, that's the coach of Tampa Bay, right? Mm hmm. Yeah, Stephen A was like, yo, all his fucking, uh, like, top assistant coaches and shit is niggas or some shit like that. They're like, black folks or something like that. Yeah. These people. So I'm like, word, that's what it is, yo. Because, I mean, like, there's a lot of motherfuckers, you know, getting these jobs and shit. It's like head coaches that's fucking uh, looking like some fucking, like, you know, mid to late 30s fucking white boys and shit that was, like, defensive coordinators or fucking lineback coaches or quarterback coaches and shit for some other crackers and this, that, whatever and shit. So the fact that this motherfucker, Bruce Arians and shit, got all these niggas, you know what I'm saying, and like these prominent, like, fucking assistant coaching jobs and shit, that's dope. I want to see them niggas get their, uh, I want to see this motherfucker win a championship, and I want to see them niggas, like, two or three of them niggas get jobs in the next couple years, you know what I'm saying? That's all I'm going to talk about. But other than that, yeah, man, fucking hope Brian get his 85-inch soon. He's going to have that shit on deck, watch the Super Bowl and shit. I'm going to be sitting here watching my little bum-ass 70 and shit. I thought my 70 was doing a little something, but they got the 85 for the way. You know what I'm saying? But, 70's uh, a big yeah. deal, dogs. I never had I never yeah, had I got 70. a 75 right now. I never had a 70. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's going to be a huge mark for me. I think I think my shit's biggest shit, 65, uh, you know what I mean? That's what it is. I mean, yeah, it's fucking uh, shout out to the NFL. I'm going to watch championship weekend and shit because, you know, it's two games yeah. and shit. And uh, then, you know, wait for that fucking Super Bowl shit. Then after that, we got all that bullshit out of the way and it's total focus on this NBA shit if it ain't already. So, yeah. that's where it is. But, yeah, well, no, I just, well, I mean, you mentioned some of what I was, what I kind of wanted to mention, um, Joe, especially uh, when you were talking about the black coaches, the fact that, it's two things. The fact that um, Eric Bieniemy, who is, who played at Colorado, who actually, um, I pledged under in college, he, under one of the bloody chapters. He, um, for him not to be considered for one of these NFL jobs, and like you said, a lot of these bullshit ass niggas that never really did nothing is up here. He's up here coaching the number one offense, the quarterback that everybody wants, that would love to have on their team. And for him not to be getting a lot of interviews for number one and not to be getting a job for the second year in a row after the year that he's having again and in a championship game with. Patrick Mahomes is some bullshit. They trying to take it back to what he did off the field when he was in college. Because when he was in the NFL, he was he was a right. he was a hothead, but he was a right. I think that's some bullshit. 
I think the other part that's some bullshit is what's happening to Deshaun Watson down in Houston, you know, not having any, not that he, not, not that he doesn't have say, but ownership said to him he was going to be able to have some input, whether they listen to him or not is irrelevant, but to then renege on that and then, you know, give him a slap in the face by how going, not even looking at Eric B is just it's just a slap in the face. And, you know, it's going to be interesting to watch something like this has never happened in the NFL where you have something which you would have, like, I don't want to say what James Harden did, but a player just really saying, fuck that, I'm out. And I want out. And trade me. After he just signed a $190 million contract, like, yo, fuck it, I don't care, I'm out. And it's just, it'll be interesting to see if he can stand on some, if he can stand on that. It's very hard for NFL players to stand on that, but it'll be interesting if you can stand on that and make something out of that. It'll be set precedent, and it'll be interesting to see where it goes on from there, but that's all I have. That's all I have on that. It'll be, again, the games are coming up. Y'all know what it is. But as always, you can get us on Better Than You Pod on IG. We want all the praise. We want all the smoke. Until next week, peace. Yeah.